Hello, and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week, from the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. So this is a very special bonus episode of In the Limelight, about as special as bonus episodes can get. We are calling each other... Julie in Rome, me in New York, uh, right after the royal wedding has taken place between Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. It finally happened. I feel like we've really been building up to this point. And we were just saying, Julie, I feel as though neither of us has quite... It hasn't set in, I feel. I think it's a little surreal that it's already happened and over with, isn't it? Right. I feel like Megan, especially at the beginning of the ceremony, kind of looked like she was in a fugue state. And that's kind of still how I feel right now. I don't think I processed it. And in fact, I was rewatching the beginning again right before uh, I called Julie because I sort of felt like I couldn't even take it in the first time. Um, it was, was it what you expected? What was it different? How is it different than what you thought it might be? I think we were talking about this a little before. I think I was struck. It was different because we weren't, we were at Windsor Castle. So that was a little a setting, a venue change. That was nice. That was a little excitement. I was still, still reeling from the Tom Markle drama, scandal, controversy of it all, which I think was sorted out maybe even 48 hours ago, 24 hours ago. So I feel like the stakes were really high going into today. That's a plus. Josh, what did you think? That's true. I guess I was surprised, though. Maybe it was the venue switch. It felt a little more... I mean, this is crazy to say, considering Oprah, Amal and George, we'll get to all of them. But considering how many famous A-listers were there, it felt kind of intimate and a little low-key, which sounds crazy to say, but you know what I mean? It just, it had that kind of, like, intimacy to it somehow, which I kind of thought was, they did a good job with. And you know what I think added to it was the fact that there were parts of the ceremony that seemed like maybe they hadn't rehearsed them or like yes, everything was yes, a little fresh 100%. to Meghan and Harry as fresh as it was to us at home. Like, for example, when she first came out and they kind of had to figure out what to do related to her train. Like, I felt I felt like there were certain things like that where you could see them just kind of having to quickly kind of figure it out right which i thought was interesting even the fact that she was running 15 minutes late um which was the first thing when i woke up this morning i saw online everyone was like oh she's running 15 minutes late um it just felt a little more loose maybe right i love that even the live stream like camera operators did not seem prepared for that so they cut from like the frenzy of oprah and idris elba and tom hardy everybody coming in to like some field somewhere with like birds cricket <laughs> birds just chirping while we waited for her well okay there's so much to get to because we have to talk about the guests we have to talk about george and charlotte we have to talk about the sermon um we have to talk about chelsea and cressida Let's talk about Megan's dress. I think I was expecting her to bring a little bit more of her personal style to this. She's been so kind of modern um, and fashion forward with her choices for public events, wearing uh, that Ralph and Russo, is that what it was, gown for the engagement photos, the amazing chic pantsuit. So I was kind of surprised to see her wearing something so conservative and modest as this silk Givenchy, gorgeous 
cream gown. Josh, what was your take? Yes, agreed. I was also expecting maybe something a little funkier or modern or hip. Uh, I don't know. I kind of, I think she's been wearing sort of a little more offbeat, unexpected things so far since the engagement. So I guess I was thinking that might be the case today. I thought it was nice. I thought it was straightforward. I thought it looked good. Um, It was sort of, you can't really imagine anyone hating that dress. Um, But it did it did surprise me a little that it was maybe not as obviously when it's a royal wedding you can't go zany but i don't know my my one complaint was just i felt like the the fitting could have been a little bit better in the bodice area it looked to me like i don't know if she lost a lot of weight the past couple of weeks but it just seems when you're going to have uh, such a, a highly anticipated gown that hundreds of millions of people are watching that you would have i don't know a little bit more precise tailoring fitting but that's that's me nitpicking yeah, i think it did seem it didn't quite like Kate's dress was fit down to the inch. It felt, you know, right. There was not, she was like sewn into that dress and it fit perfectly. Yes, exactly. And I feel like this was a very different look. I thought the train was kind of crazy. I mean, it looked, I thought the pictures were from afar where you kind of saw them like from farther away in front of the entrance looked great because the train, the train was so dramatic and long. I felt like, those photos looked awesome. Right. The dress seemed like such a safe choice, but yes, almost some, yes, something like... Very mo- safe. Right. Something that more like maybe Kate would wear than Megan. It almost felt to me like, I don't know if there was like a last minute mishap or like I can mm. see like maybe Queen Elizabeth thought her dress was a little too racy. So the dress well, disappeared. This was a designer no one was expecting, so there could have been something like that. Right, it was supposed to be Stella McCartney, right? Isn't that what it was tipped as? Right, it was Givenchy. It was interesting. I heard one of the CNN commenters say what you were saying about that, too, that it seemed like almost more conservative than Kate's wedding dress, which is ironic considering Kate generally seems right. so conservative. I know. Megan has this kind of fun, bohemian side to herself. in you saying that you want her personality to be there. I did like that her mom, Doria, had her braids in, that she had her nose ring in. I, I like that she was able to... Yeah, I also felt like there was um a chance she's going to wear something wilder tonight. That's the only thing I could imagine, like that we'll see her come out in something really fashion-forward. I guess I probably shouldn't be expecting that, but maybe. And that that's why she went super. Right, right. My friend had a conspiracy theory that just because the dress didn't seem like it fit so perfectly that it was almost like a backup dress. And I think I mentioned something had happened or there was a last minute like tear or something. There was a 15 minute delay. Right. So she had to kind of hastily put this on. Maybe that would explain why her hair, there were like some flyaways. A couple people commented, right, asking whether or not we thought the hair and makeup would be a little more polished for the wedding. But the 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 messy bun living it really lived on. Which I guess maybe that was her personality, the the dress with the messy bun. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's a good point. That maybe the personality I'm talking about came through sort of in how she treated the hair and the makeup and deciding to consciously not go super glam. Right. 
Right. And this, I think you had mentioned before, is like this dress will be timeless, whereas Princess Diana kind of had those crazy poofs. Yes. I think this dress definitely, one of the things I kept saying again and again, people were guessing about what kind of she might go for. I think they were, you know, saying that the kind of key factor is if you can find something that like in 20 years people will look back on and say was, you know, amazing. I was surprised that she wore a crown. I could kind of see her wearing more of like a flower crown than an actual tiara crown, but she pulled it off. It looked great, I thought. Yeah, a different dress, but one that I thought was an interesting choice was that Kate re-wore a dress she had worn twice before. Um, Julie, what do we make of that? A lot of different messages by this choice of dress. What were you going to say first? Well, at first, I thought it was a strange, not like a slap in the face, but like I couldn't be bothered to even get a new outfit for this. To get a new dress, yes, exactly. And then I guess it's always, and I still sort of feel that way more than anything, but then I guess I think she always seems to want to do this. She did it at Pippa's wedding too, where... You know, she can't wear anything because if she does, it's going to overshadow the bride. Okay, but if she's going to recycle a dress, why does she wear one that's white to someone else's wedding? It was sort of yellowish. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. It's cream, Also, it's weird. It's just weird. I I think she should. I was hoping she was going to kind of bring some cool new fashion-y thing. You thought this was going to be the event where she, like... (laughs) went outside her conservative wheelhouse. I would have loved that, by the way, if she wore a pantsuit. Her facial expressions during the ceremony were, she's so hard to read. It was sort of a look of slight annoyance, I felt, it seemed. It seemed like she didn't really, I mean, I don't know. It was confusing. Someone, I'm skipping ahead to some of the questions. Someone tweeted us, um, it sort of looked like a lot of people were looking down at their programs a lot. And I sort of like th- that seemed to be the case with a lot of people there because like the maybe it was the big hats shielding their eye line too. But it seemed like a lot of people looked either like they were looking down or were sort of not frowning, but there was like sort of a lot of uh, serious expressions in the audience. People seemed to have a lot of red faces. It seemed like it was very hot in there, maybe. Yeah, and maybe people were hungry. Maybe people were hungry because they had to get there so early because everybody has to be there before the queen arrives. And I guess this was 12 noon there, so it was like right around lunchtime. I'm trying to think of like reasons because otherwise it's sort of, I did notice that. But Kate in particular, I was loving the cutaways to her because she always just, she always looked a little, like, perturbed, you know? A little perturbed, though she did perk up when um, the sermon was delivered. She kind of shot Camilla an interesting little look. Oh, yes. I loved that. We definitely retweeted that on our Twitter feed. The sermon was rousing. The American uh, preacher who gave it, I mean, Julie, what did you make? I feel like that was the first time many of these royals had ever confronted anything like that. Right, because they're so famous for not expressing any sort of emotion ever. They are so guarded. So to have, to have, uh, what is this man's name, by the way? We should give him some sort of... Yes, uh, the Reverend Michael Curry. Yes, so to have him up there speaking with such passion, I, I just feel like no one 
in there had to ever seen that sort. Of, it was definitely a new kind of wedding ceremony. I love that, like, they brought that American, like, enthusiasm. I wished they would have had a cutaway to the queen, though. I wanted to really see her take. I wanted there to be, especially during the sermon, a live feed on the queen, Camilla, Kate, because I feel like no one... I saw some screenshot of Zara Phillips kind of, like, smiling, like, cracking a smile. They're just so not used to that. Right. I know. I feel like even Meghan and kind of Harry exchanged a glance at one point. Yeah. Doria was really emotional the whole time. Right. I don't know if it was the way that people were. Did you notice this, too? I don't know if it was the way the seating was arranged, but or that we know about all the Thomas Markle drama or what, but she looked very solitary she looked so solitary it was it was a little shocking because megan and doria drove in the car together but at some point doria got out and it was a little sad to me that megan had to arrive at the church alone aside from those twin pages the sons of jessica mulroney but she wasn't there with any other adult it was like such a daunting moment in someone's life to be about to walk down the aisle but especially with those hundreds of millions of eyes on you i did feel bad for her what do you make of the charles isle situation that was just it was a little strange to me because yeah the aisle was so much longer for kate's wedding it it just seemed to go very fast right it did it also felt i don't know i think maybe because of the way we saw doria and her last night at the car i just sort of feel like that would have been nice and have it be you know, her mom going in with her. Right. One one of you asked us at what point we became the most emotional. And I think for myself, it was seeing how moved Doria was. She had uh, tears in her eyes. What about you, Josh? The Princess Diana stuff always gets me, kind of. Uh, I thought those were such sweet touches. Yes. Yeah, like anything related to that. Like when I read about how and her bouquet... Uh, like Harry had picked some of the flowers yesterday and like it was some of Diana's favorite flowers. The flowers around the archway when people entered the chapel were all white roses and peonies, which were Diana's favorite. And the only person who spoke aside from the sermon or the the preacher who gave the sermon was Diana's sister. Diana's sister, yes. I thought it was interesting that George and Charlotte sort of had very low-key roles, no? I know. I thought that George, they should have been given the the veil task. I was very surprised by that. I thought it would have been, at the very least, Jessica Maroney's boys and George together. Right. It just felt odd. I know Jessica Maroney is her best friend, but, you know... I know this is a funny thing to say maybe but I had the thought of that of watching this like what if her and Jessica Mulroney have a big falling out in like three years and then I don't know like best friends it's always shifting and then for the rest of time she has these photos with the two boys in her dress. I mean, like, they must be very good friends. Right. better than I kind of realized. I know, and their sister was in the bridal party as well. Oh, interesting. So there were th- three Mulroneys. 
I'm surprised it wasn't George or George and Charlotte or something. I like to think that George passed on that responsibility. They gave him the option. And he was like, no, thanks. Charlotte, lo- I love her waving as she walked in. Yeah, Charlotte definitely stole the show. George seemed kind of um sour or something. Right. He was uh, chatting up his fellow page boy when they walked in. But by the time the ceremony was over, like, I understand it was long. And he kind of had that, this is probably not what the right PC, I don't know what you call what that outfit was, but it sort of had like this goth look to it. Oh my gosh, Kiara's sister said it was very Hunger Games, the way yeah, <laughs> this kind of yeah. ornate black overcoat. Also, they looked like they were wool, maybe. Very, very uh, hot, it seemed. Yeah, it definitely must have been hot in there. People looked generally a little, I don't know. Like, yeah, uncomfortable, maybe. Right. Do you think we knew there was going to be celebrities? I was not expecting there to be this many, were you? No, and I didn't realize until Amal Clooney showed up, like, stopping everything. Like, I feel like she upstaged everyone in that, like, mustard yellow ensemble. But I didn't realize that she and Megan were friends. I guess people reported that once Megan moved to the UK they were introduced uh, through through a mutual friend and have since become close. I didn't realize that. And I didn't expect Oprah to be there. That was surprising to me. Yes, I didn't expect Oprah, though I guess we did know Oprah and Megan's mom hung out reportedly in LA. Right, for six hours at Oprah's house. Though, it's interesting, all these reports, whenever I would see the Oprah one, or I think I saw something about how a mall might go, I always kind of don't believe them, but then when we saw all these people there, I was like, oh, I guess... I guess Megan has really developed these really close friendships with a bunch of A-listers. I don't know. It's kind of surprising, no? Right, right. But I I did love Gail King was on CBS this morning giving commentary as Oprah was arriving with like Idris Elba. And she said that I guess she had a wardrobe malfunction. The dress she was supposed to wear was too white. And she didn't she didn't think that was right. So she chose this blush Stella McCartney number. She looked great, I thought. She did. I thought I thought Oprah looked really good. I thought the Serena Williams looked amazing. Oh, incredible. I love that they had like little cameras inside, like as Oprah was very confused trying to find her seat. That was like a very relatable moment for me. Wait, someone tweeted us, did you catch this? I need to rewatch that Oprah was apparently seated in the seated in the back, but then moved up to the front kind of. Oh. Or maybe it was just that she had trouble finding her seat. No, I, I love that. She was she was very confused. I also thought it was interesting that Amal and George were in like the special royal section. I know. Well, if I saw Oprah at the back of a church, I would offer I would like like tell someone else to leave give her the best seat in the house yeah i was i also thought there was a few people there where i was just kind of confused carrie, like carrie Mulligan, Mulligan, tom hardy james corden i think i had read he might be going but i'm not really sure i totally understand that i mean the beckhams i understood and they, they, they look great i thought he looked really good right although the neck tattoo seeing it in that setting <laughs> it's kind of shocking it's just funny like the whole suits cast it's just I know it's like very sweet of her to invite them, I guess, honestly, but like just seeing all of them come in and like one of them's married to a former real world woman, Jacinda Barrett. One of them's married to a pretty little liars actress. It's just like was such a funny collection to be coming in. Right. It was like the make a wish contingent or like when they auction off tickets to like have a huge like coveted event. So and these random people are included. I just also and I, again, this wasn't necessarily a surprise that had been reported. 
excited, but it's so funny to see his two really serious ex-girlfriends there. I know. I mean, I don't, I guess it's like this British thing. I feel like in America, this would not happen. And someone pointed out on Twitter that I guess the, the uh, dress code, you would, if you were a woman, you had to wear a skirt or dress that was past your knee and closed toed shoes. And I guess Chelsea Davy had a skirt or dress on that was above the knee and she was wearing open-toed shoes, which I kind of love. Yeah, like, get your get it, girl. I feel like it must be a little weird. I mean, they both seem chill. Chelsea seemed to be having a good time. But it just is interesting to me. I know, they always invite those exes. It's so bizarre. Elton John and those, like, big pink sunglasses. Elton John, I saw funny, there were some funny cutaways to him. I felt like during the actual ceremony, maybe we talked about this a little at the beginning, but Megan seemed a little, as anyone would be, just overwhelmed. Harry's so chill, you know? Right. Um, and, the, and then I think she relaxed as it went on. She looked to me like her spirit left her body for a while. And maybe she was just <laughs> yeah. watching the whole wedding unfold from above. And then I guess, and then they have that long carriage ride, which always seems awkward to me. The long carriage ride. But I love that the Daily Mail always has like a team of people, like expert lip readers. And what did they say? Um, okay, so when Megan walked down the aisle, Harry grabbed... Megan's hand and told her you look amazing I missed you and he turned to his dad and he said thank you pa I guess as they were I know I guess as they were leaving the chapel uh, Megan asked Harry do we kiss and Harry whispered yeah before passionately planting one on her lips they also got Harry as he was walking into the church next to William and I guess William asked how he was doing, and Harry said, I'm all right, but my trousers are too tight. He said that to... Harry said that to William. I kind of love that. I know, right? Oh my gosh, these bells outside. I, I feel like you're going to... I know, right? Is it in honor of them? I can't believe you're in Rome right now. Side I know, it, it's a lot. Oh my gosh, someone just... Tr- just Instagrammed us. Did you see that there were not one, but two guests who were wearing the same dress as the one Lifetime Megan wore during her scene meeting Queen Elizabeth? Wow. Did you see that? I knew one person did that. I didn't know two. Oh my gosh, you guys, on the ball. I'm like in a church right now. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a, a, a some like fitness fanatic. I'm trying to figure out why she was invited, but she broke the etiquette rules too with too low cut of a dress. Oh really? Was she still allowed in? It looks like it. Um, we should also note. So after the carriage ride, they went to this lunchtime reception. But we'll presumably get not there won't be obviously the live telecast, but we'll get photos of everyone's look. Or not and do we get everyone's looks or just Megan's look for tonight? I don't know. Hopefully we'll get people kind of walking in to the, I guess the reception's happening at Frogmore Mansion, right? And isn't that where they had their engagement photos yeah. taken? It'll be interesting to see if Megan goes for something completely different. I hope she goes for something a little sleeker and sexier, more like what seems to be her taste agreed and also i feel um it'll be interesting to see like we know chelsea davy for example didn't make the 200 um 
for the 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 cut for the tonight, and I wonder if everyone, like all the actors and people who went, will be there tonight or not. Amal and George supposedly made the cut. Can you imagine uh, like not inviting Amal and George to the second portion of something? <laughs> um, should we go through some of these questions? We got so many good questions. So, favorite celebrity social media coverage of the royal weddings? A- asking us what our favorite was. Serena Williams's IG story was pretty good. Yeah, I haven't seen too much else. I feel like Serena did a huge Instagram story this morning that was very endearing about getting ready. Did you see much else? I feel like most of the guests have been pretty careful to not share too much. Right, right. I didn't see a lot of social media footage from the guests themselves themselves oh another sartorial highlight for me was your friend kitty spencer who looked amazing and emerald green phenomenal yes i thought she looked so good i thought kitty is a dear friend of the podcast and she was looking and she was like trying to i felt like she did she did a great job with her picking her look sorry i got distracted by someone sending me something that Megan apparently said the F word during her carriage ride. What? (laughs) This is the excitement I needed. Twitter was sent into a meltdown after Meghan Markle appeared to drop the F bomb during her house-drawn carriage ride through Windsor. She turned to her husband and seemingly laughed, oh, F, and put her hand over her chest as the carriage pulled away from the crowd. That can't be right. Right. I don't know. I need a second Daily Mail. This is coming from the Daily Mail. I need another another expert confirming yeah. this. All right. We've talked about some of these things. I'm looking at some of these questions. Uh, someone said, Harry whispered, I love you. Did you see that? I, I didn't see the I love you. Daily Mail said it was I missed you. So maybe because they spent last night apart. Oh, that's romantic. Right. I'll give them that. Okay. Serene has an amazing set of questions for us. I just, I'm also going to kind of just read them all. Why didn't the dress fit better? Why was Victoria Beckham so grumpy? How can David Beckham still be so hot? When did George Clooney get so gray? Why were George and Charlotte mere cameos? Was the reverend speech approved by the palace? How much did everyone learn about fire? Are Chelsea and Cressida friends? Amazing Amazing, amazing. I think we got into some of these already. Are there any we want to get into more? I thought... The sermon length. Someone suggested that it went 10 minutes over the allotted time period on Twitter. Yeah, there was definitely a moment where I thought... It felt like that was the bulk of the ceremony, you know? Right. It definitely was approved by the palace, though, and I can confirm this because I received a press release with the full transcript before the ceremony from the palace. Really? Was it word for word? All the fire was on there? I will have to double check that. I did go to check. I hope I'm allowed to say this. The podcast will be getting you shut down by the palace next week. But... I did go back to check, and in the transcript that was sent to me before the wedding by the palace, they did not have the Instagram reference. When Remember when he was shouting at all the social media? Oh, right, right. It says Twitter. In, in the transcript, it says, like, Twitter or something else. And then he added, I guess, Instagram. Fun little factoid from In the Limelight. Fun little factoid. I felt... Side note, totally separately, but I was when, when someone sent me that thing from the Daily Mail, I clicked on it. I did sort of agree that someone was saying they're surprised the kiss wasn't more amorous. It was a kind of low-key kiss. I know that's like a, a weird criticism, 
But don't you don't you kind of agree? Which kiss? The one at the end of the ceremony? Like when they first got outside. Oh, you know what? That was that was enough for me. I don't need to see any more than that from like two other people. I don't need to see like more PDA. I was good with that. <sighs> and I'm like the freak who's saying like, why isn't the kiss more intense? Well, I'm going back to Serene's questions. Uh, yeah, we talked about George and Charlotte. We learned a lot about fire from that is true. Um... I think Chelsea and Cressida are friends. In 2016, they were at an event together and they were photographed in an amazing set of photos, laughing and giggling it up. So I feel like they definitely found each other at some point at the reception. We also have to have a little shout out. Sorry, I'm skipping subjects. But to Fergie. I thought Fergie looked incredible, but I love that when she was walking into the church in her really high heels, there's something just kind of like not polished about her. Like she was kind of having a hard time walking in such high shoes, which I would have been the same way. It was a very relatable moment. Didn't it seem as if Fergie, or maybe it was just the way it was set up when everyone was entering at the beginning, but it was like a catwalk or something. Like the way the way everyone was strutting down to get in. Right. Um, and when Fergie arrived, I felt like it was such, because she's also by herself and it was such a long walk, you know? Right. And I felt like she was one of the last people to arrive. Yeah. She had like a show stopping entrance and I had forgotten that she wasn't invited to William and Kate's wedding. Um, so this was a big deal that she was invited. Um, Beatrice and Eugenie definitely, I, I can only assume because of the reaction to what they wore in their heads to William and Kate's wedding definitely toned it down for this one. Definitely toned it down. Another uh, Twitter little scandal I'm seeing. Josh, did you see that? People were wondering why Megan didn't bow to the queen or curtsy to the queen when she walked down the aisle because Kate curtsied. Do you think she forgot? Maybe. It's just seemed to me like understandably because she's been going through so much yeah i mean it seems i i guess i cut her slack in that regard because i just feel like that must have been she seems so one to follow the protocol right um i was shocked though that did you see i mean this is still unconfirmed but that the queen theoretically had guy megan's dog in the car with i am so time. glad you brought this up at what point did she have guy with her and how miserable like someone needs to do a wellness check on bogart right now i mean bogart is must be fuming back in toronto with his quote-unquote friends um i just can't i don't know i find i i i someone was saying they weren't 100 percent sure if it was it looked very similar though i just, i looked at a photo of but at what point like were they going to some event together or is this just like the new buddy comedy <laughs> we're getting i mean i feel like megan is so savvy i bet she somehow engineered this you know like she somehow figured out a way she knew the way into the queen was through her love of dogs, you know? Right. Here, I'm reading from E! News. Meghan Markle's adorable pup received the ultimate royal treatment as he accompanied Queen Elizabeth on her drive into Windsor ahead of Saturday's celebration. The regal beagle (laughs) is believed to be the bride's rescue dog named Guy. The actress previously revealed with BBC that Guy had joined her in London while her other beloved dog named Bogart remained in Markle's native Los Angeles. 
Ouch. I mean, and then definitely things with Charles taking over and with the queen having Megan's dog. She's just fully in it. She is fully in it. It's a little bit almost shocking how quickly it's happened. I know. I I wanted more cutaways of the queen. I couldn't really tell what her her expression was throughout the ceremony. What did you make of the queen's, I'm going to call it neon, yellow, green outfit? I know, with that fun purple feather in her hat. I loved it. I kind of loved that. I thought that she just does her thing and it doesn't matter. All right. Not going to get her down. Anyone else would think that color would be insane to wear? Um, You have to have a lot of confidence to pull that off. Someone's asking us who our best dress of the night was. I guess we thought the morning, I should say. I don't know. I sort of felt like Amal, Serena. And Kitty. Right. And Kitty. Although I did like Doria's ensemble. And I love that she kept her nose ringing. Yes. I I like that too. I felt like that was great. Charlotte's waving was great. I definitely wanted more George and Charlotte. Um... Hippa's dress is getting sort of, do you see the social media hubbub about that? No. <laughs> it, looks, it looks a lot. I thought she looked really good, but it looks like a Arizona iced tea bottle, people are saying. That's so good because it does have that pale green and pink floral. That makes a lot of, a lot of sense. And what do we think of the title, Julie? We have to call Megan now the Duchess of Sussex. I love it. Yeah. I think something seems... It's like silly sounding to me. From Suits to Sussex. I love it. And the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Did this wedding in any way change or influence how you feel about the Megan Kate dynamic? Interesting. I really apologize for these these bells in the background. No, it didn't really change it to me. If anything, I love that Camilla and Kate kind of had that shared glance. I love that Camilla essentially wore like a Sia hat, like fringe hat, so no one could see. Like, I feel like she knew she would be giving a lot of side eye during this wedding. So she wore the most, the biggest, most insane hat possible so you couldn't see her face. It's really funny. The hats were on full display. Josh, what did you think of the fact that Harry didn't have his beard super trim? It was a little scruffy. I was a little surprised when he first came out. And also sometimes his expression seemed this is sort of different, but same idea, like a little, uh, I don't know, serious or something. Um, I thought he looked good in his uniform. I, th- I guess I thought, I, th- I think the beard work, wor- the beard look works for him. I just was a little surprised for this occasion. But that's what I'm saying. The whole thing felt looser and more casual. Like William and Kate's, I mean, obviously a big part of it was the venue, but it just felt so much more formal. Right. Obviously, this was insanely formal, but just it, it was a different thing. Where do you think Tom Markle was watching? Well, did you see Tom Markle gave a quote to TMZ? No, he needs to stop calling TMZ. I was waiting for Samantha Markle to come into the wedding like two thirds of the way in <laughs> with like, like halt trying to like on her wheelchair to halt the wedding. Gosh. Apparently she watched it live with some television outlet and was reportedly paid something in the five digits. That's really not in good taste. I really cannot believe that. Actually, I can't believe that. 
she's not one to i think she's letting they all are especially her they're not letting this moment pass them by um megan's dad thomas markle told tmz my baby looks beautiful and she looks very happy i wish i were there and i wish them all my love and all happiness thomas is in california recovering from heart surgery and he says watching the ceremony was emotional and joyful i mean okay but anyone who calls tmz immediately after his daughter like his first call so much has happened since he recorded monday that we haven't even been able to get into but the fact that he had some heart procedure he says on wednesday and then that same day called tmz to update them is kind of insane. Right. And then the day that he initially said he had a heart attack, Daily Mail had photos of him going to both KFC and McDonald's the same day he said he had the heart attack. You know, it, it was so last minute that they couldn't even change in the program that it was Thomas Markle. Oh, really? It says in the program Thomas Markle was walking him down the aisle. Oh. I know. Um, I'm curious how things the Markle family, maybe this will be when we talk next week for our regular episode we can get into it more about how like what's going to happen to the markle family now do you you think we'll still hear from thomas i don't know i hope that the palace like sends some sort of like fixer out to like samantha's house tom's house and just like i don't know like puts them into witness protection i don't know i would just would be fine if we never heard anything from that side of her family again though you know samantha markle shopping around like a reality show or something all right well I feel like we have really dug into every detail. Is there anything we didn't cover? I feel... I know. I just... I feel like... And maybe I'm just projecting projecting because of all the controversy and, like, last-minute updates to the wedding. But it just seemed a little muted or... I don't know. It did feel a little muted. It's hard, too, when you ha- when you anticipate something for two years and then it happens. True enough. I feel like maybe our psychological issues are part of the, what's going on here, too. Um, Kate's decision to wear recycled white, Camilla's hat. I mean, Josh, who is your MVP? Who do you think came out on top after today? I have to say Megan. I just feel like the way everyone has responded to her, even just on my Instagram feed, you know, people are just, I feel like she's reached this other stratosphere. Um, and I went on CNBC yesterday to an appearance and they asked who has more influence now in terms of like fashion and culture between Kate and Megan. And, you know, the person I was on the panel with immediately said Megan. And at first I wanted to correct, you know, say, actually, I think it's obviously still Kate. But I do kind of feel like at this moment, at least Megan has sort of overshadowed everyone. She um, really has. It's like, it's like the Megan show. If you haven't watched Josh's CNBC segment, you need to now. It's still available. There's amazing Tyron underneath his name that says the royal effect. Or what is it? Royal flush, the Megan effect. With the S of the dollar side. Also, um, but other people that I thought came up well were Amal, Serena, Charlotte. Charlotte's like such a good, Charlotte's great in front of the camera. She really is. Oh, Doria, I thought look, was like so emotional and like really kind of moved people. Um, oh, the cellist people were really into. We didn't talk about him really, the 19 year old cellist. I didn't, I w- must have been like writing something up. What was his deal? Was he hot? It, he was, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he was good. He was a good cellist. Megan Person, he was a good cellist, Josh Duboff. Um, he was, 
Yeah, I guess he was a dynamic presence. Megan personally called him to ask him to play at the ceremony. Really? I love that. I think a lot of the decisions were based around Megan's influence. You could kind of pick up on in terms of the, the program. And I think that was cool. I have to agree. Even, you know, the, the bodice fit aside... Megan was elegant and graceful, and I'm, I'm glad that there weren't any other hiccups today after a roller coaster of a week. Yes. After so much drama, everything was pretty straightforward. All right. Why, so if you were going to get some drinks with anyone who was at the wedding to get the full DL on what went down and just dish, who would you want? You know my girl Camilla. <laughs> What about you? Oprah, maybe. Or Kate. I don't know. Kate probably wouldn't. I would want someone who would really dish. And I feel like Kate would be too in the royal mix to be able to do that. Right, right. I agree. I do want to give a shout out to Jessica Ann, who made incredible No Bad Energy t-shirts for herself and all of her friends to wear today while they were watching the royal wedding. Uh, Josh and I wish we could have been with you guys. Toasted champagne. Um, we need to get our hands on some of those shirts. You guys really went so... We, there was the brunch we talked about earlier. Someone made roast chicken with their mom last night in honor of the wedding. The No Bad Energy t-shirts. A few of you tagged us from your parties. Keep doing it if you haven't sent us yet photos from how you watched this morning. Right. Josh, what was your setup? <laughs> Oh, you know, I was just in my full Alexander McQueen. Your morning suit. Uh, yeah, and I had a full fascinator look. No, I was up at five, and let's just say it was not glamorous. So for me to even talk about anyone else's outfit, it's the same. But I think that does it for this special bonus episode. We will be back with a regular episode next week. I'm sure we'll have a lot more details then about the reception and different things that we'll pick up on from the weekend. But we wanted to get this initial take out to you guys immediately. Can't wait to hear out your thoughts on everything. I know. I hope there's some exciting news flashes tonight. Maybe unexpected dance choices, song choices. I feel like after the drama of the week, I want more drama. I kind of just wanted to keep coming. People are going to need to blow off some steam. Yes. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts. Reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight. We're both on Instagram. I'm at Jay Dubon. I'm at Julie W. Miller. And our regular Instagram for the podcast is In the Limelight Pod. This episode was edited and produced by Daniel Roth. Until next week, no bad, no bad energy. energy.